Hey there, welcome to the Field Trip Podcast. My name is Brent Terhune. Joining me for the first time on the show is Mr. Willie Griswold. Willie, how you doing, man? I'm really good, man. Thank you for having me on this. I'm excited. Uh, well, have fun. And for you, the listener, uh, you already saw the, the episode topic, but uh, this is the third installment of uh, Confessions. Uh, if you're unaware, we're going to uh, pull up the uh, Fess Hole Twitter account. That's F-E-S-S Hole, Fess Hole. Um, and what they do is they tweet out uh, anonymous random confessions from people that have submitted confessions. And uh, I pull up to Twitter and we'll read some confessions. I've not pre-screened them. So, and you'll know that if they suck, uh, that's how you know. <laughs> and also this is like a UK based account. So we will hear some, some terms and stuff that we might have to translate Willie. Some Man, of that it pisses might... me off. I that know, right? Me. What are they going to do? Spell favorite with a damn U get out of here. <laughs> favorite uh metric uh unit of measurement no thank you i do i hate those damn red coats i'm i i'm not a fan not a fan of the british uh but uh, we will pull them up and we'll we'll confess and we'll uh talk about it and if it sucks we'll move on to the next one because i uh this is the thing that pull that will pop up on my twitter probably most often willie and some of them i'm like i got no idea what show this person's talking about so uh, we will confess. Uh, that's our our episode. Uh, also, uh, Willie, you're you're a stand up comedian. You're on the road uh, touring, so uh, watch for Willie uh, whenever he posts dates and stuff because I always like working with you, and uh, you're a funny comedian. So, anything else you you want to plug before we get into our confessions? Um, not too much. Me and Alex Price do a show. I think it's every third Thursday at Helium, but that mm -hmm. can be different. So just, yeah, check my Instagram at Willie.Griswold. They post everything. Mm -hmm. Come hang out. I love uh, yeah. meeting people at shows. And that's uh, Helium in uh, Indianapolis, uh, yes, one of my, my favorite my rooms to perform at. So uh, let's let's jump into our confessions, uh, Willie, with our, with our first one. Um, Okay, this is from 39 minutes ago at the time of this recording. I found the toughest thing about having grown up children with uh, no longer needing being taken care of and collected from school daily is losing two wanking opportunities per day. Whoa, I've never even thought about that. Two because when you're a, when you're a kid, you have to hide your masturbation from your folks. But I know, mm -hmm. yeah, of course, they have to hide it, too. Yeah, it's it's very much similar to, if, oh, if you started smoking pot as a kid, it may be possible that your dad's also going behind the garage when you're not around, you know? <laughs> Just, he's smoking by the garage and you're smoking by the air conditioning unit outside. And he's like, do, no do I smell pot? And you're like, do I smell pot? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're both like, I think there's a skunk on the other side. Of that. I don't know what yeah. that is. <laughs> so, Wait, yeah, so you, this dad... Is he saying that during school, like when the kids get on the bus, he has the opportunity uh, to wank? To twice. It's... Yeah. Wow. Do it twice. That's but also, uh... if they're grown, I assume they're out of the house. Doesn't this mean that he has ample more wanking opportunity? Maybe not. You know, it's maybe they're grown, but around because, you know, I lived at home for much longer than I should have. And that's how you become a full time comedian, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, I guess having more people around, you lose those opportunities. And I don't know, twice, twice seems a lot per day, every day. I would just, 
I'm not like I, I think I'm pretty much an everyday guy. Mm-hmm. I've definitely done two in a day. When I was one time I was like 12 and I faked sick and I, yeah. I hit like seven, eight. I was my numbers were really far up that right. day. Ferris Bueller's day off, like <laughs> emphasis Ferris, on the off. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's jack off. Yeah, it's you know, same thing. Um, Bueller. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where you had a we've all had our record days, but mm-hmm. that's as an adult I, that maybe maybe. But it's also. Uh, then you're like, oh, I'd I'd be doing it right now if they uh, had failed eighth grade or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder if it's also some kind of like Pavlovian thing. Like, as soon as he leaves the house, and now he mm-hmm. that's in his brain, he expects that to happen. Maybe you can get a new kind of response. Maybe your kids have some hobbies when they they leave the house to hang out with their friends. Yeah. They're in the UK. They get in a pint. Ugh, can't believe I'm saying these. <laughs> dirty british terms well even even wanking when you hear somebody say you bloody wanker like that's you know that's not something we say over here but then because I, I never think about that but you when you, when you hear somebody say wanker in my head i'm like you you jerker offer yeah is that <laughs> are, are you are you kind of just making fun of someone by saying they're wanking does that mean that they don't get laid regularly is that what the insult is there uh 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 contemp contemptible person uh huh. vulgar slang so a person or, or thing that that winks that's not right i don't the, the wanker what is a wanker uh chiefly british slang usually vulgar a person who masturbates uh so i get it's just weird that in the in the united states and you know we don't say you jerker offer <laughs> whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, we should say we should maybe we should say wanker. It's a, a introduce it. It's a new one. It's not new I, here, but you know. Well, there is the expression like "you're a jerk off." I don't really say That's that. That's true. Lot. Yeah, but there is something I think kind of just if you want to look at like how in, in America we're just like like fuck you or like mm-hmm. you're a dick. Yeah, and it, it and is just, it's kind of it's vac it's vacant. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, I think it does kind of speak to like the intellect of Brits that they're like, oh, you're a wanker. You're <laughs> it, it, twice it's going a day. For... I bet when your kids go to school, <laughs> that are that's really good numbers twice a day. I feel like if you're an adult and you're firing that off twice a day, you're probably pretty happy. Yeah, probably. I would hope so. Now you're now. I'd hate to feel the wrath of a guy who lost two a day. That's like practice at football practice <laughs> in high school. <laughs> I'm doing two a days over here. Yeah, it's like the guy that got injured on the ninth day of two a days, so he doesn't get to <laughs> practice, and now he can't play, and he's just getting wheeled onto the field as a chill in his jersey. For- uh, yeah, he's still wearing <laughs> the jersey and has to go to practice even though he can't. Uh. But, but this is I'm sorry, off topic. But my senior year of high school, I played football. I was very bad, but I broke my game. I broke my back after a game, not playing, mm-hmm. just goofing around with my buddies. And so for a while, I'd like wear the jersey on the field, but I was also in the band and my band Mm -hmm. director was like, just come play bass. And so I was pretty much the coolest guy at school. I was wearing my football jersey while playing bass guitar in the pet band. Oh, yeah. Now, Mm -hmm. how how long did it take you to heal from your from what breaking your back like that was that's what they Mm -hmm. said. Yeah, you're broken. Yeah, I had a, it was I had a compression fracture in my L1 vertebrae. The mm-hmm. way it was explained to me was that a vertebrae looks like a marshmallow and I yeah. had sort of a tilted marshmallow. Okay. And uh yeah, I was in a wheelchair for 2 weeks. That was terrible, but then I had to wear a back brace for 8 weeks and then that was pretty much it. Yeah. 
That's nuts. All right. Do you still play bass? Yeah, I got this. I got a bass hanging up right there. I don't play instruments as much as I wish I did. I like mm -hmm. hung them on the wall. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to see them every day and I'll be inspired musically. And I'm going to change the world with my, my, my sweet licks and hot riffs. Yeah. And I just, now they're just, they're up there and I, I've got like hats on them. I feel like, I feel like a wanker, you know, <laughs> a wanker. It's yeah. It's the same. Uh, like when you get an exercise bike or any kind of equipment and it slowly turns into a place to hang clothes, you've literally mm -hmm. put hats on them. So, mm -hmm. But yeah, now they're, that, if you put the backwards hat on that base, what a cool base. Oh, dude, that thing. <laughs> I mean, that's that that's ba he's like he's like the dude. He's in the church band, but he's yeah. like, I only do this for the stage time kind of, <laughs> kind of guy. I, uh, I I'm not only am I in the band, but I am the band. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the five string bass, so you know that he can get it, that low G. What was your favorite thing to play on bass? Because I wish I had the musical ability. I started guitar the same time I started stand up and realized pretty quickly, I don't need anybody to do stand up. I need an audience, but I don't need to meet up with three other people to practice comedy, you know? Mm -hmm. That's, it's funny. I kind of had the same thing. I did improv and stand up at the same time. And I ended yes, up doing stand up. Just, yes, thank you. Good. <laughs> I can see you've, uh, you've read uh, Truth in Comedy. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it's, I played guitar. I started playing guitar because my older brother did. And mm -hmm. then I started playing bass because my older brother did. The big thing was I was in the strings at my band. Like I played the double bass. Okay. And it's like cellos, violins, and violas. And for some reason, uh, they would let a bass player, like an electric bass that you see on like a rock and roll stage mm -hmm. or whatever, they let that guy play in the band, like the brass band with the tubas and the oboes yeah. and the woodwinds. And that was, again, it's the coolest i felt like the coolest guy at school mm -hmm. just because i got to walk into a room where people are like putting a flute together or <laughs> they're they're tuning their trumpets and i just got to plug into an amplifier and play bass but i did pep band regular band and jazz bass uh jazz bass is cool because you get a you get to get back to that improv yeah uh, no I, again, go ahead i just wasn't good my older brother was so good at playing mm -hmm. bass and they kind of thought I, I was a freshman when he was a senior and everyone thought that I was going to come in and be just as good as he was. And I was a big disappointment. <laughs> um, let's, let's jump to another uh, confession. It's okay. Here's one right here it says uh, it's 2000 and I'm on a date with a guy in a restaurant. Not everyone had a mobile then, uh, you know, that a cell phone. Uh, I excused myself and went to the toilet. The lock jammed and I was stuck for 40 minutes. When I was released by staff, I went back and he had gone thinking I'd walked out. Dan, I still fancy you. Oh, no. It was like, that's like one of those early Craigslist missed, like misconnection type things. Yeah. I, I feel so bad for this person. I don't like the. Not, it, it sounds like I'm like doing a, I don't like the term. I still fancy you. That sounds so odd. I still, uh, still infatuated with you. I'm infatuated. I long for you maybe, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's tragic. I guess if she knows his name, Dan, and I don't know, I, she could probably find him on Facebook, but if yeah. she's writing this on Twitter, I'd imagine that she already tried that. It's, it, I mean, you, you were in contact with him once. How can, how do you not just get back with where, you know, say, hey, but then maybe she's embarrassed of, I got stuck in the bathroom for 40 minutes. That's, you know, you hear about people like in previous generations talking about like the one who got away. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're the first generation that's not going to have that. 
because we don't have to romanticize people that we don't see around anymore because mm -hmm. we like see them on Facebook. And we're like, oh no, they didn't get, they chose to be away from me. They're just a totally different <laughs> person. We don't get along great. It, it is one of those now with the internet where like, you don't even need a high school reunion because the reunion would be like 20 years down the road. I haven't seen so-and-so in forever. And really they live two streets away, but I didn't know that, you know, <laughs> like, mm -hmm. so, you, already know, like, you know, who had kids, you know, who got fat, mm -hmm. you know, who is like, who thinks that Hillary Clinton is eating children. Facebook yeah. kind of turned everything around for us. Yeah. And, and some of the fat ones got fat because they were eating children like Hillary, you know, <laughs> like, dude, I, I had the reunion. That was very funny. I'm sorry. I got in my head. Um, <laughs> I had the reunion over the summer and I was so happy that I wasn't one of the guys that got fat because uh -huh. I was already fat in high school. So what are you going to do about that? How can you get fat when you were already fat? No, baby, I stayed fat. Was that your uh, 10 year? Uh, yeah, it was our 10 year. Um, I graduated in 2011. We couldn't mm -hmm. do it 2021 okay. of COVID. So it was a cluster reunion. It was the grade above me and the grade below me. Okay. Uh, and it was fun. It was kind of awkward, but there was like no structure at all. All mm -hmm. we did was go there and hang out. So it was great. It was easy. I, uh, I graduated in 20, uh, 2012 or at least no, from high school, 2008. Um, and I didn't go to it, but the thing is, and I'm not, I'm not talking shit about anybody I went to school with, but I'm like, I talked to the people that I talked to. So mm -hmm. again, with cell phones and the internet, I can kind of just, Hey, what's up? You want to go, uh, have dinner or whatever. So I, and not that I wouldn't, would not enjoy going to a reunion, but like, I don't even want to like, I have like few friends but it's not because like i can't get friends it's like i'm good with not hanging out like so well, i mean to see somebody I, was... that i haven't seen in a while and they'll be like hey how you doing you know like it was so many of those that day mm -hmm. and yeah you kind of just talk to these people for a brief second and you see what's going on you're like oh yeah i remember i remember why we didn't really talk in high school like mm -hmm. nothing against you i'm happy to see you but yeah, we can't hold a conversation longer than 15 seconds. This is about yeah. it. So excuse me. I'm going to go vape in the bathroom, just like I, high school. I'm going to go. Uh, uh, yeah, I need a drink. That's my out at most things is I'm going to grab a drink. Mm -hmm. And then it's just a way for me to be over and like over somewhere and not around that person to talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's there's a. Uh, that's the, the smoking is the same thing that you can mm -hmm. just leave any conversation uh, whenever you want. But also, I've kind of just gotten now. I just say, "Hey, excuse me for a second, and I don't give any reasons, and then I just <laughs> walk away. You just don't care. Hey, I gotta go over here. It's, but I think I saw a fancy guy in a movie do it. He's like wearing a tuxedo. He's like, "Hey, mm -hmm. would you excuse me for a minute?" And yeah. it just worked. He didn't need to say, "I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna go smoke a cigarette," or "There's a more interesting person over there." You yeah. just say, "Would you excuse me for a second?" You ask, and then they say yes, and then you're free to go. What if they said no? <laughs> Excuse that's, me. That's, no, but that's the problem with leading questions <laughs> on air. My dad always goes, let me ask you this. And sometimes I just wish like Jeff Foxworthy would be like, actually, no, you can't no. ask me that. Tom. Next. <laughs> At the press junket. <laughs> well, I mean, you mentioned your dad uh, to, to fill people in. If they don't know you're uh, on the Bob and Tom show, you are Tom's son. Mm -hmm. So how is that dynamic? Cause I've not talked to you about this, even though I've known you for, a while how's the dynamic of being on the show with your dad is that a 
Because it's something you've just grown up with, but now you're on the show. How's that been? Um, it's good. You know, I'm like super lucky to have that job and I'm mm-hmm. grateful to get to wake up every morning and go be on the show. Everyone in there is really funny and nice. I grew mm-hmm. up around everyone there. And I think another guy my age uh, might not enjoy it as much, especially if they yeah. didn't listen to the show growing up. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm able to enjoy it because I understand that my dad is at work and mm-hmm. he's doing a character and he needs to keep this crazy boat steering forward. Yeah. And so sometimes like my like my dad will cut me off at work. Right. He'll mm-hmm. cut me off when I'm trying to say something. And when I was like starting, I'm immediately like I go back into my head to being at a family dinner and mm-hmm. I'm trying to say something and he cuts me off and I'm like, God, there's this weird fire inside of me. Yeah. But it's something I've literally, you know, I've had to talk to my therapist about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and my dad, we get lunch or get coffee once a week outside of work and don't talk about anything work related. Yeah. And I, I still get like family time with him. Uh, but yeah, when I started, it was very hard to kind of separate uh, you know, work dad, me as a son versus me as an employee versus mm-hmm. me as like a co. It's one time I compared it to, it's like when Bill Russell was like a player coach on the Celtics, because you have to play with a guy, but also he's in charge of everything you do. Mm-hmm. And then, but my thing is like third, it's like also this guy wiped my ass and <laughs> paid for college. So I can't give him yeah. too hard of a time because uh, yeah. he's, you know, the best. Um, yeah, to, and I imagine the dynamic, uh, you have a unique thing because you are literally family. So I've, you know, there are certain guests that have come on, they will bust Tom's balls, uh, but nobody can bust his balls like you because you have, you know, 30 plus years of relationship, but also if it goes poorly, there's not much either one of you are going to do because you are family. So it's not. You're not going to be like, you know what? I'm done, you know? Mm -hmm. But, you know, that would be, yeah, I can't have a bad show on Wednesday and then Thursday not show up to Thanksgiving. That's you you (laughs) got to leave that stuff somewhere else. And also, like, it is a show. It's very performative. Mm -hmm. We're in there. We're trying to be funny. We're trying to be interesting. We're trying to present something that people want to listen to. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to make sure that I'm not insecure at my dad because he got my older brother a Christmas present and didn't get me one. You know, that's not the reason we're there. And so that's hard for people. Even when I've been on the show or other shows in in your head, you'll be speaking, but in in your head, you're like, do that. Is this going well? Should I stop talking? Like, but then the, the dynamic for you is this is, this is not only dad, but it's Tom Griswold. So you, it's like you said, you had to separate dad from tom griswold and sometimes that's not the easiest thing to do when he's always been dad Mm -hmm. well but then that said though like that also leaves a bunch of really good opportunities uh Mm -hmm. for just jokes and stuff like i i'm the only i'm I'm on the show and i get a column dad so sometimes we'll be doing a story about a new strain of syphilis that's hitting Mm -hmm. southwest florida or whatever it is and then I got to go, hey, did you ever have syphilis, dad? And then just that <laughs> word, that word at the end there makes it so much funnier. Yeah. Or isn't it true that you got crabs from an equestrian named Jamie, dad? Didn't that happen, dad? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a good time. There's yeah. it's, there's really no net negative to the whole thing. It's, it's pretty good. And I'm very lucky. 
yeah, dad, do you remember when I finished school and then you couldn't get two wanks in? Yes. Do you remember that? Do you remember that, Papa? <laughs> Tell me about it. I tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Now I'm thinking about my dad masturbating. Terrifying well, you, image. You brought up the crabs. So, <laughs> yeah, truly um, I did. Let's confess some more stuff. Uh, this yeah. one says, my girlfriend occasionally comes close to catching me looking at porn on my phone. I snatch it away and said I can't show her because I'm looking for a nice restaurant trip slash present, blah, blah, blah. These are the only times I do nice things for her. <laughs> what an asshole. That the, the, that's the only time I do nice things is Wait, when you no, almost he, get caught. He actually follows through with the gifts and the dinners, though. I guess if if you know if, if he's like yeah I'm working on a little something for us and then I guess he has to do it because then she'll be like what was on your phone or whatever but like that's looks like only because he gets caught does he do nice things. I I love to like imagine this guy's watching like a boxing game or wrestling or something and he's looking at porn on his phone and his girl's like what you looking at and he puts it and he's gonna be like uh, uh a ring. Because <laughs> uh, he's thinking, and I would love it if this guy got married just because he was looking at Wet Melons OnlyFans or whoever it was. <laughs> Is that a person Wet Wet Melons? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna get rid of my research over here. You know that was. I, yeah, no, it's great. She's like an Australian gal. She blurs her face out. It's cool because okay. then a girl on the street passes you, and you're like, oh, that could be. That I bet be that's Wet Melons. Wet melons. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I I like that idea that it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. It's um, one of them. It's like that girl I hooked up with was a brunette and it didn't look anything like her, but it's like, yeah, it's good have been her. Yeah. Uh, the quest continues to be with, with, I also like that she doesn't have a name that it, it's, it's like a screen name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I should have gone with like Gianna Michaels. I could have gone with like Faye Reagan perhaps. No, but I, I do um, like wet melons. Cause it, then it's like, it's uh, when you're like, Oh, do you know the streamer Ninja? or whatever yeah, no, like yeah. it sounds like a gamer tag <laughs> yeah what, what's your gamer tag at wet melons and you can use promo code wet melons for 2500 <laughs> v bucks in fortnite <laughs> uh yeah so this this guy's uh what a you could just do nice things for your girlfriend and not have to get caught also like is she in the room don't it's just kind of disrespectful to just be like over on the couch and being like, you know, a, my, a million miles away. She's at least in the room, dude. And is he looking at hardcore pornography on his phone? Is there any other like, kind, Willie? An inst well, it's like, what if it's like an Instagram butt model or something? You yeah. Know, what if it's because there is a lot of soft core, just hot women online on mm -hmm. things that are accessible, just like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Yeah. But if, if this guy's like actively pulling up, Pornhub mm -hmm. or RedTube or OnlyFans that it, you can't can't do it in the room with her. No, you can't. You can't do that. And it's it, like, I mean, you obviously you can and he might, but you're just like, that's not that's a little disrespectful. And how do you feel that, uh, about if, if a guy subscribed to somebody's OnlyFans? Is that cheating? Because that, that we're in a new gray area of technology. That, mm, I mean, I think it might be cheating if there's like daily communication going on, mm -hmm. especially if it's communicating and you know who the person is and she also knows who you are in real life. Yeah. But if it's just, you know, you have a $5 subscription to your favorite porn star mm -hmm. that you've known since forever 
and it's just content of her and you're not like messaging her. Yeah. Um, I, then I don't think it is. And honestly, it, it's almost more like ethical because then she's getting the money and you're not on Pornhub. But the thing is, if the girlfriend finds that on your credit card bill, yeah, she thinks you're cheating. Cheating. And, and it's it's one of those where maybe the the free porn that you wouldn't consider cheating that's uh that's up to your relationship basis you know from relationship relationship but then then it's it's weird if there's money exchanged is that more ethical or is that is that considered cheating but i guess it comes down to if it were free the thing you're doing would it be cheating if you were doing something shady with no money exchanged is that shadier than actually giving somebody money and then messaging them yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, it's got to be relationship to relationship. In the past, this wasn't an issue because, like, guys yeah. would get a Playboy and no one would be like, well, a Playboy is cheating mm-hmm. or a porn video is cheating. Or maybe in certain relationships, people thought that was they only want them to lust after one person. Yeah. But also, there's kind of in Playboy, people are like, oh, I only get it for the articles. And there was a whole <laughs> lifestyle built around this idea. And, and then they now, read it like uh, they're reading the Declaration of Independence long way. Yeah. Like, I'm only like here. For the- <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. I'm looking at the art. This is a great article about Miss September. <laughs> That's how you it's read really- like that. Just. <laughs> <laughs> this, I when I was a kid, I found a one of my dad's Playboys, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a it was called the Women of Starbucks was the issue. And okay, there was this woman, and she had a belly button ring, mm-hmm. but the jewelry was like a zipper, as if you could just unzip Pull her it. from her yeah. from her belly button, and I mean, that picture just ruined me for life. I've never I, seen that thing in real life, but that is sexy to me. Do you think that was wet melons? I oh gosh, could you imagine? It was blurred. You'll never know. <laughs> Back in You'll the day, that was me. That was me, baby. Like, <laughs> that, that's the one thing. Like uh, I think all people, especially boys, there's a moment when they remember they they found either the first Playboy or something, and like I remember back in the day, it wasn't even anything. Uh, there's no nudity, but it was like those. I guess. Here in Indianapolis, that we had a paper forever called Nuvo, which was like the local alternative paper where it was it wasn't necessarily like doing breaking news. It was more arts and stuff. But in the back of a Nuvo was like two or three pages of, hey, you can call this chat line or you could go to this massage thing and it would be like half naked women. Obviously, no nudity. But back in the day, I was like is this porn <laughs> like finding that and then you like you gotta hide it off site uh, from your house to be like oh I, I gotta hide it in this drainage ditch because if i'm caught then that's it for me there's and there's a few of those there's staying up late on comedy central to watch the real girls gone wild videos yeah and pretending that like the the batman pow but mm-hmm. for them it's like xxx pretending those aren't there <laughs> Yeah. Once I paused the movie Airplane, it's, it's still one of my favorite movies, but there's just a scene where chaos is going on on the airplane and you just see like a lady's breasts bouncing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's really funny. I think it's kind of like, it, it, I think it's kind of making fun of all the unnecessary nudity. Oh, in yeah. Kind of comedies at that time. <laughs> yeah. But also when you're 12, you're like, it's not nuanced. You're like, oh, look at how cool those boobs are. <laughs> yeah. And one time I had it paused on that. 
and I don't even think I was masturbating yet. I was kind of just taking it all in because yeah. boobs were very new to me and it was all I could think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just looking at these things. And then I hear my dad shuffling through the hallway and I click play and I'm like super worried. I'm trying to make sure that the little play bar goes away. That way he won't know that it was it's not fresh. For a few yeah, exactly. And he just walks in the room and I'm like terrified and he just goes airplane. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> And may, and now, I mean, you may never find out that he also means great boobs at this. Yeah, <laughs> like he's he's also like I know, but great movie. <laughs> Between this and Porky's, my top two favorite uh, breasts <laughs> in television and film. My son's a comedian. But <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> uh, I've never seen Porky's, but uh, an interesting thing that I learned is that the guy who directed Porky's also directed A Christmas Story, Bob Clark. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, now I know why the, uh, that leg lamp was in there. You know what I'm saying? Pure electric sex. <laughs> he did uh, He did uh, A Christmas Story. He did uh, Porky's. And he also directed a movie called uh, Black Christmas, which is a I horror love... movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's not like a Medea thing, but um, no. shh, come on. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that. That was problematic. Um... Uh, Baby Geniuses. Oh, I love that movie. That's a yeah. very good movie. My one of my favorite ones of those is the director Ang Lee uh, directed Brokeback Mountain, and that he got best director for that, or it was something. And then the next movie he directed was the Eric Bana Hulk. Okay, yeah, what a and a that's it's so weird all over that he directed Life of Pi, um, and then nothing that I've heard of. Eat, drink, uh, man, woman. That's a one of the titles. The wedding banquet. But yeah, it's a, to go from uh, Brokeback Mountain to the Hulk, or vice versa. The Hulk came out before Brokeback Mountain. Looks like. Oh, oh, is it really backwards? Yeah. Sorry, I just, but I just like the idea of like a stew because those, those are the two, like Brokeback Mountain was like groundbreaking and mm-hmm. nuanced. And oh, this is a, such a dad joke. And the Hulk was breaking ground. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, yeah. come on. He was breaking everything. You can't trust this green guy. <laughs> He's always mad. Yeah, that's the thing is like the one has nuance and, you know, you got to, I guess, a slow burn and the other is just smash, <laughs> literally smash. Time. And he yeah. also did Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, well, I guess if you, the, the Venn diagram of Brokeback Mountain and the Hulk crashing tiger hidden dragon is right in the middle there <laughs> um yeah that that weird or you know to go from like a christmas story uh you know some could say a family movie to black christmas which i'm I, you probably don't know willie's one of the first the call came from within the house type movies both christmas ones but one you're like uh <laughs> This guy's calling on the phone and being like, let me pet your pretty little, like just doing weird phone calls versus, oh, it's a leg lamp. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, because with, with, when an actor does that, you get it because you're mm-hmm. like, oh, Will Ferrell is versatile. He can be Frank it's the a Tank role. in Old School yeah. <laughs> or Buddy the Elf and Elf. Mm-hmm. But with a director, it's like, it's all about your vision. It's like, that's why it's like there's Christopher Nolan movies and you know exactly what yeah. that is. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, I, I get a good time looking at fun things like that. <laughs> um, this one says I was separated from my sister shortly after my birth, only to get back in contact with them 40 plus years on every birthday and Christmas. Now they both buy me 
uh, gin as a present. I don't have the heart to tell them I don't drink. Those unopened bottles of gin mean the world to me, though. That's, yeah, that's kind of lovely. He's not mm-hmm. going to get rid of them? That's what, yeah, this person, I guess, doesn't say that. I guess they mean the world, so I guess displays are, it's very much back when you're in college, you displayed the the empty bottles, but this person is not emptying them, full, full bottles. Also, I love to think of a like a frat house with a bunch of gin. It's just some weird old timey <laughs> booze on the walls. Yeah, it's oh, Tangare. <laughs> yeah, I remember like one time when I worked at Arby's in high school, uh, and I was older than this person, but she's like, oh, I'm so hungover. And you know, was she was 15, 16, 18, whatever. And I was like, from what? And she's like, Well, oh, we drank a bunch of brandy. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I like to this day I've never had brandy. I don't even know what it tastes like, but to me, brandy's something you drink in the game clue. You yeah. Know? Like, it's like a weird old person British <laughs> kind of drink. I yeah, think. Yeah. I don't think of somebody like getting just twisted on brandy, and then they've <laughs> got to wake up and make a bunch of beef and cheddar. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it was just, I guess, you know, back in the day, you you take what you can get alcohol-wise, you know. But it's just I, I I don't know if brandy is good. I don't it, and may, it may be really good, but I've never had it. It's not. I don't even. Does anybody even order that at a bar? Um, I think brandy is a kind of whiskey. It might be a dessert wine either. Okay. And I've only ever. I think it's pretty commonly served with dessert and is kind of sweet. Oh, then I I would probably love it. Maybe um, I. I don't know. But also that kind of stuff, you don't get like fucked up on dessert wine. You don't get fucked up on when you're, I, when you're I'm 16. Gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just I was just talking about I love people getting uh like super drunk on drinks. Like you think of people getting drunk, it's like, oh, a shot and a beer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of people getting super drunk on eggnog, getting drunk <laughs> on boozy iced coffees with whipped cream at the top, just seeing how many they can have. Yeah, those uh, th- those uh, almost novelty booze drinks. Yeah, the kind of the one your grandma has one cocktail a year, and that's what it is. Yeah. I just like the idea of a twenty-one-year-old that never really learned how to drink, and he goes to a drinking town, and he's just like, "Yeah, last night I I drank a bunch of I drank eighteen Irish coffees. I got turned up." <laughs> yeah, like, that's a lot of liquid in general. Like I remember, I, like I. I still will drink white Russians because I I like it. it's adult chocolate milk to me. But of course, you drink white Russians because you you see the big Lebowski, you know. And I remember one time I was I was it was my my wife was out with her sister who is who was younger, so they were out. I show up later because I'm the the designated driver, so I'm just kind of hanging out. And of course, I'm the DD, so I, I said, "Let me get a drink." <laughs> uh, but it was just the Don't one. Worry. It was the one. It was the one. But I, it's it's at this place downtown, uh, Indy, and uh, very like, I, it's not upscale. Pretentious is the right word. And I say, hey, let, can let me get a white Russian. And the bartender <clears throat> is like, uh, do you know dairy's bad for you, right? What? And I was, yeah. He said dairy's bad. I don't make that. So, so then I had to order something else. But I'm like. You know, the rest of that is alcohol, right? Like, yeah, I I dairy's not the best for you, but I could drive after having four milkshakes, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to get a white rush. I'm going to get something healthy, like a double shot of whiskey and IPAs. That's it. That's better. 
Just have the whiskey. I hate people with integrity. That's so annoying. Just do, (laughs) just come on, man. Give me, let me get a little milkshake. Give me the poison. (laughs) It's it's all poison. Uh, Brandy is a liquor produced by distilling wine. It generally contains 35 to 60% alcohol by volume. Uh, consumed uh, as an after dinner uh oh what is this word uh di- digestive is that it yeah okay mm-hmm. so yeah you are correct it's an after dinner thing that's so yeah that, they must have been stealing from <laughs> that girl must have been stealing from her sweet grandma or someone. <laughs> yeah it's got to be rich uh, somebody in a tuxedo that is missing brandy <laughs> hey i went to my grandma's house who wants some Werther's caffeine-free diet Coke and some brandy? Let's go. <laughs> also, I don't I don't drink enough uh, to have dessert booze. Mm-hmm. Like booze is booze to me. I've got right now. I got this uh, peanut butter whiskey, mm-hmm. and I, I I found out about Chambord. What is that? Is a, like it's like a black raspberry or raspberry liqueur. Mm-hmm. And so I when it was snowing, I was doing little Irish coffees with that, mm-hmm. and it tasted like peanut butter and jelly. Oh and yeah, that's where the whole idea of getting drunk off silly drinks comes from. Yeah, because uh, you usually think of like degenerate alcoholics, you know, killing a thirty rack of cheap beer they got from the liquor store. Mm-hmm. And I just like a guy that drinks weird, fruity peanut butter cream based drinks. Yeah. I've had eight peanut butter and jellies today, and I'm feeling <laughs> good. <laughs> I garnish it with an Uncrustables. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, I I have that. Uh, I pack it in my lunch with a a Ziploc of uh, carrot sticks. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the celery with the peanut butter in the middle and the raisins. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being healthy. You know, you got to be healthy. You know, I get it. Yeah, that's that. Uh, and you said liqueur. I don't even know what liqueur is compared to liquor. Um, I don't really know either, but I think liqueur has less alcohol content and is generally very sweet. Liqueur is more of a mixer, whereas a okay. lot of people will drink uh, liquor straight. I don't think you drink liqueur straight for the most part. Here, here's the, what what the internet says. Let's see if you're correct. L- while liquor has a strong flavor to it, is anything that is uh, anything but sweet. Liqueur, on the other hand, is sweet by nature. So one one sweet so vodka is definitely not liqueur it's liquor. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do another one another confession. Um, uh, so also after f- this one after forty years, now they're back back with their sisters. Uh, so long lost siblings and now they're back, but mm-hmm. they don't know they don't know this person well enough to know they don't drink. Mm-hmm. So obviously not. Well, I, I guess it's like that, like that old expression. It's the thought that counts, right? Yeah. But I, I feel like that's usually when it comes to being thoughtful, and I think maybe just this reunion mm-hmm. and the fact that they're they're back together, just because you don't, if you don't get a gift for forty years, as soon as you do get a gift, no matter what it is, you're going to be happy about it. Yeah. Again, also, what does it say about you that both of these individuals? both buy you a bottle of gin <laughs> that it's like, like this year I got two pairs of beer socks for Christmas. Yeah. And I mentioned it on air and Josh was like, well, that's the most thoughtful intervention. That's just the sweetest <laughs> intervention that's I've ever seen. That, that's good. And like with this guy, it's like the same thing. What vibes are you giving off? Yeah. That both people think you would like a bottle of gin. 
Yeah. If, if some, if somebody you don't really know that well gives you a gift and then you're almost like, Hey, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you think of me. (laughs) My girlfriend got me, she got me a shower beer holder. Uh And I was like, I'm going to use this, but this makes me a loser. As soon as I put it on here, the fact it's okay if you drink a beer in the shower, but as soon as you're getting accessories, that's not a good look. Yeah. Yeah. And people are aware and embrace it. You're like, maybe I should reevaluate. This doesn't hold my liqueur at all. (laughs) Also, what if this guy, what if he said they hadn't talked in 40 years? What if it's because 40 years ago at Christmas, he drank two bottles of gin and fought everyone (laughs) in his family. And so we're just thought you're just like the old days. Yeah. You just want to the glory days, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This one says arrived at our hotel late wife and kids went ahead of me to the restaurant i had a, a dump and uh blocked the loo that's the toilet willie they clogged it yeah yeah i panicked and threw a huge turd off the balcony in the dark next day the hotel pool was closed due to health hazard we did uh we did have a good day at the beach though so this guy freehanded a, a turd um he absolutely freehanded it. There was no tools used. I don't know. I would assume, you know, there's no tongs in a hotel room. Hey, can I send up some tongs, please? <laughs> Have you ever clogged a hotel uh, toilet? Um, I, uh, I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. I, most of my clogging adventures are, you know, home games. Home game. Cause I have, I've clogged a hotel toilet and, but there's no good way to be like, let me get that plunger. Honestly, I think that's one of the better places to do it because they have staff say, Hey, can you please send a plumber up? And there's probably a guy in the building. That's a plumber. That I, that's even worse to me. I don't, I don't want anybody to be around my poop. I'll, I'd rather do it, but there's no, there's no uh, other use for a plunger. It's the one use and we all know what it's for. Uh, I've got, I've got a story kind of adjacent to this. When I was Mm -hmm. 17, me and my friends were on spring break in miami because my mom lived down there and yeah. we're in this hotel and we go out we're having fun and we like manage to get booze or whatever it is and we get drunk and we're children so we can't handle it and we on went brandy. up to this hotel yeah <laughs> we get wasted on brandy you know miami <laughs> <the> brandy. <beach. laughs> by the way miami brandy she does a co-scene with wet melons and it is oh very man provocative yeah, yeah cool stuff i'm gonna act like i haven't seen that go ahead <laughs> so we um we make it back to the hotel and then I can't handle my booze. I have to puke, but my friend is in the restroom. I'm like, let me in, let me in. He's like, I can't. And then I sprint to the balcony mm-hmm. and I spew over the ledge of the balcony. And I was like, man, we made it out alive. Thank God that was cool. And then oh, the next no. day we're chilling. We're chilling at the hotel. And you can just imagine we're on the 10th floor mm-hmm. and just ninth floor has a bunch, eighth floor, a little less, seventh oh, floor, no. a little less. And it just petered out on the sixth. And I, I think it was the first time that's so my privileged, stupid existence. <laughs> it took me to seven till I was 17 to realize that my mistakes can affect others. <laughs> oh man. They got puke on their balcony. <laughs> <laughs> who did yeah. that? It'd be worse who, if oh. you're like, who's doing this? <laughs> <laughs> and look, in my, my mind, it was fine. But the guy below me, he must've been slightly smaller. Yeah. It's a Russian nesting doll of pukers. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So how did the rest of the week go? Did did you get that drunk again? 
Um, I don't think so. I think that we yeah. got in trouble. I think my mom figured out the next day and then the leash got a little bit tighter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's when you're supposed to do dumb stuff. You're you know, 17 or whatever. Nobody got kidnapped. Nobody got in trouble. Yeah. I think you know, now if you're 30, that there is like a time and yeah, do that when you're young, because if you're 30, people are like, maybe we should have given him that shower beer holder, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're, when you're 17, your mom's like, okay, you're new to drinking. Never do this again. This sucks. And when you do that when you're 30, it's like, dude, you are old enough to know better. Yeah. You got to get sh- something to should have known your parameters by now. <laughs> you can't drink brandy like that, buddy. Uh, and then, yeah, th- to throw the the poop down, ugh. But but that, does, does that mean it's unclogged? That just means you took the poop and threw it. Like moving, removing one turd doesn't unclog the toilet. And well, and also in my experience, the toilet is not clogged by the poop; it's clogged the by toilet the paper. paper. Yeah, and that's much easier to get rid of. You you can kind of bag that up. It's it's paper and it's soaked, so it's gross. Mm-hmm. But the paper is gross because it's soaked with poop. So picking that up is significantly grosser. Yeah, and also like, if you can't clog a toilet around your family, then who can you clog a toilet around? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. This is a dad. Dads are famous for clogging toilets. Yeah. Oh, dad clogged a toilet again. That's how. It's like, not like he's some young gun going out on a date with a girl. Yeah. Yeah, I could de- definitely get that if you're like, oh, I don't want. I don't want her to know first that I poop and then I poop so much it clogged the toilet. I will say this seems a little insensitive because in my, in my head, they're going to a hotel. The lobby's on the first floor. The restaurant is also on the first floor. And he explained that his, his room was elevated because he threw mm-hmm. it off a balcony. Why did you not use the lobby restroom or the restaurant restroom? Maybe he had to get the kids stuff up there, but yeah. that's inconsiderate when you're with your family. If you're going to dump, you go to a public place, I think. Uh, I don't. I'm I'm you pooping don't? in that. No. But I usually I guess when I I'm usually solo on the road. If I was around people, for sure, but alone, I got free reign of that room and uh I'm do I'm doing whatever, Willie. I'm I'm doing whatever I wanted <laughs> there, babe. I'm getting and, weird in there. And then then it's just me on the bed like Slit, napping on one of the beds but sleeping in the other bed like um I, I this the, is living <laughs> i do the two double if i get a double queen or a double full or whatever mm-hmm. i have one for eating pizza and i have one for sleeping yeah i get it, that that's one, living baby one hotel uh i i was in i ordered a, a pizza imagine that and i'm i'm sitting <laughs> on the on the bed eating it was just a one one bed uh hotel and uh, i'm eating a pizza and then i close the box up and go to put it on, you know, on the desk or whatever. And I realize that I pick up the box and the grease had soaked through the pizza box <laughs> onto the sheets. And I was like, Oh man, I, cause it was like, I was working for a booker and they are paying for the hotel. And I'm like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to get charged for it. Cause then they won't have me back. So it's like me <laughs> trying to clean the stain on the bed. And then also it's pizza grease. So you're like, I hope they don't think it's anything else. It's just pizza grease. <laughs> the booker watched your set the night before. And he's just like, man, turns out that pizzeria joke wasn't just totally improvised. <laughs> That's true. This I had pizzeria. <laughs> yeah, this guy may have experienced this thing. 
I was going to ask you, you're, uh, I don't know how long you've been with your, with your girlfriend, but you have a girlfriend. Are you guys, uh, that the, one of the things is who, who farts when are you farting in front of her? Yeah, I fart constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she, she, one time she told me I should go to the doctor. That's like, never good. Like, when Hey, she thought my farts were medically bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should bring in a scientist because yeah. you fart so bad someone should have to call your insurance company. That's, yeah. what, that's what she's saying. <laughs> uh, she never farted around me forever. And then mm-hmm. she like let a couple go. And I just think it's the funniest thing in the world mm-hmm. when she farts. It's, it's a real good time. Uh, but yeah, she doesn't do it a lot, but yeah. I, like, I fart in my sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm kind of a gross guy. I think we all fart in our sleep. And it's, it's that, that double standard of society that, oh, women don't fart. Yeah, they do. Like it's just, and then also, then, you know, their stomach hurts a lot more because I've also had to not fart in situations that I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die if I don't let this out. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty, I hate to say it like this, but I'm kind of a proud farter. I'm not too worried about it. That's what I always I admired about you. I mean, there, you can't say a lot of things about Willie, but this man's proud of mm-hmm. his farts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm actually getting the uh, Brown underpants award later nice. this year and oh uh, yeah i'm looking forward to it it's an honor to even be nominated truly uh <laughs> congratulations yeah. man that's no, thank uh... you but i'm just i'm not too self-conscious about it um my buddy chris higgins has a really good joke where he just says farts are the screams of trapped poo mm-hmm. and so for like me that. that's just whenever i'm tooting i'm just like okay time to we got an hour or two and then it's yeah. you know got to go to the office take care of business help <laughs> <laughs> i i Is also Sorry, that, was a, that was a piece of poo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was the South Park. Uh, Mr. Uh, Hanky. Howdy ho. We did watch that <laughs> Christmas episode this past Christmas, you know, like a week or two ago. And uh, it's amazing to me. South Park has done so many things that when they do something nuts and crazy, the excuse is, oh, that's South Park. But it's still amazing to me that one of their characters is a piece of poop that yeah. bounces around the screen and gets poop everywhere. And that's the, the Christmas thing. Well, and it's also weird that when I was 12, I would watch like Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. Mm-hmm. And I'd watch like Towley, the mm-hmm. stoner that gets high. Yeah. A Those towel that, that gets high. Yeah. That's <laughs> like when you're 12, that's like really funny. It's really yeah. silly. It's cartoon based. It's like disgusting. But now I'm older and I think it's even more funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's still like. These are grown men that are like, what if we had a character that's a towel and then he gets high on top of that? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like me and my buddies in Chicago, like writing, trying to prepare for the worst sketch comedy show ever. Mm -hmm. And when they do it, they're so brilliant. It wins fucking Emmys. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have this piece of poop talk and then this towel is going to get high. Well, and also like, yeah, uh, how did you fund uh, Book of Mormon? Well, we had investors, uh, but Towley did a lot of the work for us. Yeah. His episodes really took off. <laughs> Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh merch. Yeah. Uh, it's that w- the weird thing of, hey, let's sell them shit. Not literal, that they're going to throw out the <laughs> hotel balcony. But uh, it's got a Christmas hat on. It's festive. Man, that guy is a weirdo. I'm, sir, I think that you're uncomfortable with your bowel movements and... <laughs> your family is that that's the people who you should be around bowel movements with. And you ruined that uh, hotel pool is prime real estate, buddy. You ruined everybody's weekend. Yeah. I didn't even think about him throwing it in the pool. That's like, 
you, you've ruined vacations, but I, I, obviously they went to the beach. So that's, I guess, cool. But sometimes you want to hang out by the pool. Is If, if these are British people, uh, are they going to British beaches? Because that sounds like bullshit. That sounds like rocks and gravel. I don't know. And some of these aren't, aren't always, you know, you know, they, he said the Lou. So I imagine he's, he's out by the British beach. You hear about Miami. You even hear about like Montrose beach in Chicago. Mm -hmm. You don't hear about the shores of Yorkshire. You don't hear (laughs) about, you know, getting the tan in Manchester Sheffield. I imagine the, it's very much like the, the bathing suits or those, like those old timey, uh, like the striped ones, and they all wear those yeah. like straw hat uh, type deals. The Dick Van Dyke and Chitty Chitty <laughs> Bang Bang. <laughs> Not a joke. That's what my dad wears when he goes swimming. Oh yeah. Not that exactly, but he wears he wears uh what are they called? Like kind of like athletic shorts. Yeah. He wears like a, a basketball. They're not basketball shorts. They have they, they have pockets and they have like a built-in belt. Okay. And then he'll wear um. Like a like a fat guy, the swim shirt when we're kids, that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's full sleeves. Yeah. It's a quarter zip. But then and then he wears like seersucker pajama pants. And he looks so old timey and weird. <laughs> it's so much fun. He's down at the boardwalk with the thing of cotton candy and uh what's an old he's knocking the milk bottles down with a buck with a ball (laughs) step right up step right up win three war bonds to help our boys (laughs) come see the freaks (laughs) (laughs) well he also he has white face paint on because it's the sun protection yeah and he he has like a, a hat like a cowboy hat that's floppy to protect he's very afraid of the sun which makes sense and it's very no. practical and important well you're telling a man who's getting sunburned by a ring light right now yeah <laughs> it's he looks like the the british guy in logan who can't let the the sun touch his skin yeah you know? yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh let's do maybe one or two more and then uh wrap it up this one says uh, when my old micro microwave stopped working I bought a shiny new microwave and sealed up the broken one in the new box. I put the box uh, at the front of our flat with a free sticker on it. It was gone by morning. <laughs> so the the one that uh, stopped working, they boxed it up and put it by the thing and somebody took it. I'm fine with that. I don't have any issues with that. The person yeah. is going to realize it unless it's the same model and make. They're going to realize it when they open it. Yeah, why? Why is the one on the box that that this one's black, but then you open it and it's a red microwave? Something is is wrong. Well, and it's it's also it's never like someone has gotten something for free, uh, and then opened it and been legitimately disappointed. Hey, I, this free thing doesn't work. I mean, maybe you picked it up and then you got in your car and you picked up some hot pockets and some bagel bites and you were going to go home and have a microwave feast. Mm-hmm. And then that was taken away from you. That's terrible. That should be forgiven. What yeah. an awful thing to happen to a human being, especially mm-hmm. on microwave feast nights. On yeah. Nights. I'm, I'm a fan. I'll do the microwave and the air fryer feast if I'm feeling tremendously sad. And it is, <laughs> it's, it's just the best way to kind of bounce back. Uh, but yeah, it's, you, you know, that's, you had some trash, you put free on it. Somebody mm-hmm. took it for you. Maybe they can figure, maybe your microwave's not broken. Maybe they can figure it out. And, and like, uh, that's the, you know, not in this story is you put it out, uh, outside the door and somebody takes it, but you know, and when you live in a a house, like the universal thing of it's free is that it's out by the curb. Yes. 
you know, that's like, like, I don't know how you uh, have been, but this, this chair I'm sitting in is the first office chair I've ever bought like from, from a store. Cause every other time it was like, Oh, that looks like a good office chair. Let me go ahead and pick that up real quick. You know, <laughs> you said it while you're in your high school guidance counselor's office, just wheeling <laughs> her, her this chair. This is out mine. Of the yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, if you're getting stuff for free, I, I, it's not, you're not going to complain. I mean, I'll go on walks in the summer and I'll literally see sign refrigerator free does mm -hmm. not work. Take it if you want it. Yeah. Like those uh, like scrapper guys that'll pick up a whole fridge or whatever. Well, and yeah, that microwave is going to be, everything is worth something to somebody. There's mm -hmm. someone out there that could use it for parts. There's somebody out there that wants to make weird art projects where they like put like styrofoam in a microwave, but the styrofoam is a, it's a tree and it's supposed to teach us about the environment. <laughs> that sounded like I hate the environment when I said it like that. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, Some I, liberals out there making art about trying to save the world. What an <laughs> asshole. I, I would then take the microwave and uh, wrap it up and give it as a gift. Can you believe this thing didn't work? I, I'm going to take this back to the store. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Hey, give me those two bottles of tag right back. This trade is <laughs> bullshit. Uh, I'm not drinking this gin. <laughs> I don't maybe someone uses the microwave for an alarm clock. They just set it every night at eight hours and then it just ticks and slowly gives them radiation, but still wakes yeah. them up in the morning. Yeah, it's never good when uh, there's a microwave two inches from your head <laughs> and mm -hmm. that then you can't hit snooze on the microwave. Uh, but real quick, though, I had a microwave in my old apartment that was like built into the wall mm -hmm. and it broke and we had a really bad landlord that never helped us fix anything. Yeah. And so, yeah, we just we got a new microwave for like 45 bucks and we had a microwave in the wall. Didn't work. And a microwave on the counter did work. I love the thought of you instead of putting on the counter, you put a smaller microwave inside the bigger <laughs> microwave. <laughs> And you open it up. That'd be that's a pretty good time. This yeah. is the art project we should have done. Is it's a yeah. microwave? You open it, microwave, and it's a Russian nesting doll of microwave. <laughs> that's the second Russian nesting doll reference that's, I made, by the way, today. How uh, how how long should I set the microwave to cook the microwave? <laughs> <laughs> I want my stuff be, done. Yeah, that'd be a good prank. Tell your buddy go make some popcorn, and it's just big go, big go, big go, big go. <laughs> Uh, let, well, let's wrap it up on our, on the microwave humor. I know people have written into the show. They say, do micro more microwave jokes. And you, we nailed it here, Willie. Well, if it's okay, can we actually add 30 more seconds of microwave jokes? <laughs> let's do oh, that. Oh, no, it's okay. We can, <laughs> I just, that was all I had there. Uh, yeah. Willie, you're on Instagram and your show is called rogues gallery. Uh, every third Thursday, I think you said at uh, helium comedy club in downtown Indy. Mm-hmm. And, and it your... varies, so make sure you check out the website and stuff. But yeah, it's generally every third Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, and what's your uh, Instagram? It is at Willie.Griswolds and then at Willie Griswold on Twitter. Awesome, Willie. Thanks for coming on and confessing your sins. Yeah, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> I puke on balconies and I like the movie Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> and Airplane. Good movie. Really good movie and great. Just a great set of hangers. Great heavy natural. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> See you, man. <laughs>